piece of chocolate cake call you into the kitchen? Has the Dairy Queen sign ever forced your car into the drive through lane? Have you ever had a bag of chips dive off the counter right into your hands? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, speaking for the ILikeHowILook.com website. Chances are, at some time in your day, you have been and will continue to be the victim of cravings. ILikeHowILook.com website realizes that you can't hide in your closet all day just to avoid snack attacks. That's why they recommend the 10 2 in a chew weight loss system. 10 2 in a chew offers powerful natural appetite suppressants to put cravings on the run. To see a video explaining how it works, just go to ilikehowilook.com. They will send you a free sample. Most people notice a difference the very first day. It's much easier to lose weight without those sneaky cravings, so watch the video at ilikehowilook.com. That's ilikehowilook.com. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, right here at the USA Radio Networks. 844-439-1391 is the number. It's great to be back. It's great to be launching the new year after a period of being off the air. I'm looking forward to a a great and exciting year here at the USA Radio Networks. The station is on the move. The station is developing a new and really dynamic and excellent website. And uh, we now have people involved who really are true radio people who understand the business, who have been in the business, who love the business, who love talk radio. And I am excited and I am fired up over the idea of working with them and developing this program this year further. This is my third year on the air with this network. I'm also uh, pleased uh, to uh, mention that uh, starting February, this program, Chuck Moore Speaks, will also be on television at the Boston Neighborhood News Network, which is uh, a cable news network, but it's a big one. I mean, they reach a half a million households. And I'll be doing basically the same thing as I'm doing here, but uh, it'll be with Boston area intellectuals and thinkers and movers and shakers. We'll sit around a big oak table and discuss issues. Um, It's going to be available on their website. It's also going to be posted on YouTube. And I will be getting it posted on various uh, other news services. The good thing about cable news, and, and this is an interesting uh, little, not well-known, but, but interesting fact, is that uh, the program can be sponsored by anyone in the United States who wants to go to their local city or town uh, cable access station and simply sign a, a piece of paper asking for the show. And when, once that happens, the program will then be carried automatically by that station. So it's a great opportunity to further advance that which I'm trying to do here. And it all has a sort of a, a symbiotic relationship. So I'm looking forward to 
all of these developments and others in this coming year. I'm working on a new manuscript as well. Okay, I'd like to welcome aboard Brian Chasen. He is a he's a Canadian radio talk show host. Uh, Brian, how are you? Excellent. Uh, today's program could be quite explosive, but I'll let you introduce it. Thank you, Brian. Oh, you absolutely. Well, we're going to be sort of taking a uh, retrospective look at the uh, events this past year in Ferguson, Missouri, and in New York with regard to the um, the instances that, that caused police ri- that caused rioting and uh, anti-police activity. I think it's safe to say that um, that that movement also resulted in the murder of two policemen in New York City uh, about a week and a half ago. And... Uh, you know, my take on it is this, Brian, and then you, you, you're, I know you have a lot to say. Looking at the situation in hindsight and having a chance to think about it, what this comes down to is that in, in both cases, in the case of Ferguson, Missouri, and in the Garner case in New York, the policeman asked a person to do something that was not out of the ordinary. It was not, they weren't asking them to do anything that would have in any way violated their rights, they simply asked them to cease and desist from an illegal behavior, which is something that they would have asked anyone in likewise situation, and that in both cases, the person involved resisted this and did so in the case of Ferguson violently by beating the hell out of the cop. And I think that anyone who did this would have been treated in the same way it had nothing to do with race. If I had decided to defy a police officer, if I was pulled over in my car or something and I said, no, I'm not giving you my license, no, I'm not cooperating, no, I'm not getting out of the car, then I have absolutely no doubt that I would be arrested. Or, And if I fought back, I'd probably be um, detained. If I went and tried to grab their gun, I'd probably be shot. Now, I'm not saying that these men deserve to die, but I think that... The big lesson here is that the police are there doing a very difficult job, particularly in neighborhoods where there's high crime. And when they ask you to do something, if it's reasonable, you do it. Anyway, Brian, what's your take? Yeah, you're exactly right. If Michael Brown had been white, everything would have been folded exactly the same way, assuming the same people are still inside the same bodies. And the same thing with Eric Garner. If he had been white, the same thing would have happened. Nothing would have changed. It's got nothing to do with race whatsoever. Now, there's a lot of cops out there who are racist. And there's a lot of cops out there who are abusive even when racism is not involved like white-on-white or black-on-black cops on, you know, civilians or suspects. But there's there's no evidence whatsoever of racism here. And and just to to clear the air a bit, to make sure, I may have to repeat it again later into the program, but um, just so that it's really clear that there's no racism from my end of things in what I have to say is that um, 
I'm going to toot my horn for a second. I'm smart. I have a high IQ. I have lots of talents. I have many attributes about me that other people admire. And I admire in me. I'm glad I've got them. Now, having said that, I also recognize as a white man that there are lots of black people out there, men and women, who are far smarter than I am and who are far more talented and are far better as human beings than I am. That doesn't mean I'm a bad, <laughs> bad human being. I just have to develop and mature more in the struggle with life to get to the place where they are because they're advanced beyond me. So um, no racism from my perspective. But uh, when you look at the story, I mean, going back right to Darren Wilson, um, if you made any effort at all, if your listeners or the protesters made any effort at all to understand Darren Wilson's side of the story, there should be no problem. On the, uh, on the grand jury itself, one of the guys who wanted to be on was a teen, a black teen from Ferguson, who witnessed the entire thing happening. He was there from beginning to end. And he wanted to be on the grand jury verdict, you know, the, the decision-making process. And when they came out with the verdict, he was trying to explain to the protesters who didn't like the verdict when, when the grand jury was actually being scrutinized and asked questions, he tried to explain how Darren Wilson was merely doing his job and that he hadn't done anything wrong at all. And then he got castigated, the, uh, the grand jury guy, the 18-year-old or whatever his age was, the, um, the young black teen. He got himself in trouble with the protesters because he was telling the truth. And on top of that, the um, autopsy results actually claim that the protesters, particularly Dorian Johnson, Dorian Johnson was uh, Mike Brown's friend, the guy who started the lies, saying that Michael Brown had his hands in the air. There was no evidence of having hands in the air. And all the people who were saying that their hands were in the air, Giuliani, he says that all those uh you know, those Ferguson witnesses should be prosecuted for perjury. Because what happened was Michael Brown was challenged by Darren Wilson in the street, in the middle of the street, after getting a call about the robbery with the shop owner and the Cirillo cigars or whatever they were. We all, we've all seen that. If you've watched YouTube, we've all seen that on the, the video where Michael Brown just pushes this guy aside like he's a, you know, he's a little toy, you know, the shop owner. And it was just so disturbing to see that, which means this guy, Michael Brown, the fact that he could do this means that he's done it many other times before. He wasn't nervous about it. It was just like 
a regular practice of his casual behavior to push somebody aside who gets in his way. The shop owner, the guy who's going to lose money, the guy who's losing product, all caught on film as a guy comes along, picks up the cigars, and walks out the door. Walks slowly. He's not even running. He's not afraid. He's not nervous. He's taking his time walking through the doorway to go out onto the street knowing nothing can stop him. He's got that much confidence in his strength, in his size, and in his ability to prevent anybody from attempting to tackle him. Just not going to happen in his mind. And pretty obvious by what we saw, we also know that it just wasn't going to happen. He's not the only one who was confident there. Everybody who saw that video is confident. Michael Brown was not going to be tackled by anybody. Not because he was violent, not because he was uh, angry, not because he was doing anything particularly aggressive in nature other than to take something that didn't belong to him, which was a violation of boundaries. If it didn't belong to him, he shouldn't take it. That's a violation of somebody else's boundaries, the person who it actually belongs to. So he's just walking out the door like, isn't this a nice day? <laughs> you know. So everybody watching that had full confidence. Nobody was going to tackle this guy. He wasn't the only one with that confidence. So the autopsy results showed, well, the story is, is that Mike, uh, Darren Wilson stopped him in the street uh, as he's walking down the middle of the street and having already received the call about the cigars, but not knowing Michael Brown for certain was the guy, he just challenged Michael Brown, what are you doing walking down the middle of the street? You know, because... Here, Darren Wilson is driving down the street, and it's like as if he's getting in the way of the vehicles by walking down the middle of the street. So, I mean, whether you're a cop or whether you're a normal driver, you'd think, what's this guy trying to do, walk down the middle of the street that I'm driving? Anyway, uh, so he stops the car and asks him what he's doing. And then uh, Michael Brown's response, uh, I'm not familiar with it at this point, but, because I don't know that anybody's familiar with it at this point, unless it's being kept secret, but the, um, he, he said something to, oh, you have to go to a commercial. Yeah, we got a commercial break. All right, Brian, we'll be right back. Brian Chasen, my guest, will be back after these messages. You have probably heard of the KISS system, K-I-S-S, Keep it super simple. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby presenting the simple three-step plan home business system. I really think that the main reason the three-step plan has been able to help so many people build a business working from home is because of its simplicity. If you have a telephone, internet access, and some good old stick-to-itiveness, you can make more money working from home. For information, go to 3-STEP-USA or call 800 800- 480-2102. Our turnkey system will give you everything you need to be successful. Many three-step plan members are now in the top 2% of income earners in the nation, and they did it working from home. If you want a better financial future and think you might appreciate the freedom of working from home, we invite you to check out the three-step plan. Go to 3-STEP-USA or call 800-480-2102. 
Have you ever had a piece of chocolate cake call you into the kitchen? Has the Dairy Queen sign ever forced your car into the drive through lane? Have you ever had a bag of chips dive off the counter right into your hands? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, speaking for the ILikeHowILook.com website. Chances are, at some time in your day, you have been and will continue to be the victim of cravings. ILikeHowILook.com website realizes that you can't hide in your closet all day just to avoid snack attacks. That's why they recommend the 10 2 in a chew weight loss system. 10 2 in a chew offers powerful natural appetite suppressants to put cravings on the run. To see a video explaining how it works, just go to ilikehowilook.com. They will send you a free sample. Most people notice a difference the very first day. It's much easier to lose weight without those sneaky cravings, so watch the video at ilikehowilook.com. That's ilikehowilook.com. What if I told you that you could reverse diabetes and stop taking your diabetes medication? If you or someone you care about has diabetes or prediabetes, there's a special free video you need to watch. You may have heard about this. It's all over the Internet. Diabetic99.com People who have followed this plan at Diabetic99.com have not only normalized their blood sugar but have stopped taking their diabetes meds completely with their doctor's approval. Diabetic99.com is a natural, drug-free approach to reversing diabetes with remarkable results in as little as four weeks. Diabetic99.com will save you from being a slave to doctor-prescribed drugs. It's easy. Diabetic99.com gives you three specific actions to get your blood sugar under control. And the best part is the main ingredient and solution is a common spice found in most kitchens. Watch the free video for yourself at Diabetic99.com. Watch for free at Diabetic99.com. Get back the quality of your life and free yourself from diabetes medication. Go to Diabetic99.com. This report is brought to you by Bank of America. Small business owners nationwide are optimistic about 2015, including increased revenue expectations, hiring plans, and business outlook. According to the Bank of America Small Business Owner Report, many are looking to expand operations this year, with 51% of entrepreneurs planning to hire more employees, up from 31% last year. In addition, small business owners are confident in their business growth prospects, as more than 6 in 10 small business owners expect to increase revenues this year. Nearly 7 in 10 owners say they will grow their business in 2015 by targeting new customers and opening new locations. David Solis, small business specialized sales executive at Bank of America, discusses the increased optimism among small business owners for 2015. Small business owners are more optimistic about growth for 2015 than they were a year ago. Though many have expressed concerns about issues like health care costs and the current regulatory environment, they're really optimistic about the health of their local economies and their ability to grow their business. To view the report, visit newsroom.bankofamerica.com. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And we are back here with the USA Radio Networks. Brian Chasen is my guest. He's a regular contributor to the program. We're talking about uh, the Canadian radio talk show host. We're talking about the Ferguson uh, situation. Uh, Brian, I trust the grand jury. They viewed the evidence, and they didn't think that there was a case going forward. I also respect the, um, the right of people to protest. Um, I don't. I, I think that protest. America is a nation of protesters. We were founded by protesters. The Tea Party was a protest. Uh, protests do lead to change. That's not a bad thing. I I dislike the fact that um, the protests included burning down businesses. I don't get that and looting. 
You know, there's a woman who owned a business in downtown Ferguson, worked all her life trying to get get uh, that business created and built. Thing was burned to the ground. And guess who came to her aid? Conservatives. They raised money. Rush Limbaugh raised money to help her get get her business back up and running. They also burned down a black church, and they tried to blame Tea Partiers for this. That to me is not protest. That's uh, that's an insurrection. You know, that's sedition. That's uh, lawlessness, and it should be vigorously persecuted, prosecuted, and punished. Uh, if people are involved in that, if they want to peacefully protest, I support that. Um, as far as police being racist, I slightly disagree with you in that I don't think most police are racist. Um, I think that policemen who are working in minority neighborhoods, in particular, they're there not because they're there because there's crime there, and that the bigger social issue is not being addressed. In fact, it's being avoided. It's being sidestepped. And that is, why is there a higher crime rate in the minority neighborhood where you have to have policemen go in and deal with these thugs like like uh, Brown and, the, and this other character who were basically disrupting order for the 98% of people who are trying to get on with their lives, trying to get to work, trying to get to school. You know, they're there to protect them. And the answer is something that our society doesn't want to talk about, which is why is it that there's a higher unemployment rate in the black community, especially since Obama's been president? Why are more people on welfare since Obama's been president? Why has there been more, um, you know, lousier? The schools are rotten in the inner city because they don't teach children how to read properly. The churches have been compromised. I think that a lot of them are, you know, kind of, part of the system. They're not giving children and, and, and families Christianity. They're not giving them Christ. They're not giving them God. You know, all of these things have been diluted. The black family has been diluted. These are societal problems, and there are people that are to blame for that. I would argue liberal policies are primarily to blame, but that's not discussed. Instead, all the focus is put on an accusation against the people who are actually the only group, and, and Rudolph Giuliani pointed this out accurately, the only people that are actually trying to help the black community, and that are police. They're trying to stop the criminals. Right. And, you know, they're the ones who are out there risking their lives. They got out in the morning. They got families. They walk out into the into harm's way in order to try to help, help and, and preserve order in that community. And then we have, of course, the President of the United States, and the Attorney General fanning the flames of racism for personal gain, for political gain in their case. you got, you know, people like Sharptons and, and them basically swooping in and getting their big fat faces on television and fanning the flames of, of racial division and, and racial hatred where it need not be done. Anyway, what say you, Brian? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you say? What you say is so true. Sorry for giggling because it's such a serious subject. I'm just thinking. Uh, I don't want to be a cop. Um, I would never want to be a cop um, for two reasons. But uh, well, backing up a tiny bit, uh, when I talked about cops being racist, I didn't mean the majority of them. I mean, there's you know the odd ones here and there. They're in the system. The uh, you watch YouTube. And you can see, you know, on camera, uh, cops being racist, cops being abusive, 
it's it it happens. They're caught, and likewise the protesters. I mean, this is nuts. <laughs> um, uh, well, Al Sharpton, I'll get to him later in the in the discussion. But there is so much to say on Al Sharpton in terms of revealing who he is and uh, and what's going on in his life. But uh, the protesters and and. All the this is also on YouTube. Got nothing to do with these present protesters, but there's lots of videos showing how women will claim rape, and you know all kinds of people who are being arrested will complain about how painful the handcuffs are on, or how abusive the police officers are. And you're going to another yeah, but what show. about YouTube shows? Yeah, yeah. YouTube should show the 98% of cops who are really good. Anyway, we'll be right back. By losing just 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ilikehowilook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and the best part is that it burns fat like a blowtorch. I introduced this to some of my friends a few months ago. Within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pants sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com and maybe soon you'll be seeing I Like How I Look. This report is brought to you by Bank of America. Small business owners nationwide are optimistic about 2015, including increased revenue expectations, hiring plans, and business outlook. According to the Bank of America Small Business Owner Report, many are looking to expand operations this year, with 51% of entrepreneurs planning to hire more employees, up from 31% last year. In addition, small business owners are confident in their business growth prospects, as more than 6 in 10 small business owners expect to increase revenues this year. Nearly 7 in 10 owners say they will grow their business in 2015 by targeting new customers and opening new locations. David Solis, small business specialized sales executive at Bank of America, discusses the increased optimism among small business owners for 2015. Small business owners are more optimistic about growth for 2015 than they were a year ago. Though many have expressed concerns about issues like health care costs and the current regulatory environment, they're really optimistic about the health of their local economies and their ability to grow their business. To view the report, visit newsroom.bankofamerica.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thanks so much. Uh, Brian Chasen's my guest. We're doing a recap here of uh, the events of uh, the later part of last year regarding uh, Ferguson and the um, the New York um, situation with Garner and the, uh, the then the subsequent murder of two policemen in New York City who were shot down in cold blood by someone who said that he wanted to... Um, avenge the 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 uh, the situation with Ferguson I think that uh, Brian again the uh, you know this president and attorney general have not exercised leadership when it comes to race relations 
You know, I mean, what, what, I mean, I think that the one thing that people were pleased about with regard to the election of Barack Obama as president of the United States was that he was black, that this showed that our society had become more integrated, that we have people of all races at all levels of uh, accomplishment in this country, and we do, and that it was supposed to be a, 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 a message of, uh, of further healing the divisions which are there between races. And yet I think Obama has not only squandered that opportunity, but he's actually made race relations worse with this sort of agitprop, you know, attacking policemen and, and, and defending criminals, and regardless of their race, who are preying on primarily minority people. I mean, what are they really saying here? Are they saying that black people are criminals and that, that it's wrong to, uh, to have them uh, treated like anyone else who might be involved in crime? That seems to be what they're saying. What say you, Brian? Oh yeah, yeah. Obama has really messed it up, but I think uh, I think he sort of felt like he needed to because the more that racism is grows or blossoms, um, the more there's a need for a black man to be in power. So if you got rid of racism in the United States. There would be no need for black people to be in power. Well, I mean, no problem with having black people in power, but they have to establish a strong need, which is why if there's lots of racism, that provides the need. But uh, Charles Krauthammer said recently how um, Obama should be should be embarrassed for meeting with Al Sharpton. But going back to the um, the autopsy results for a minute, just because I, I didn't finish there, and the story of Darren Wilson. Sure. Um, Darren Wilson, he started to get out of his car after asking why uh, Michael Brown's in the middle of the street. So Michael Brown comes up beside the car and pushes the door shut. Uh, and because Michael Brown is powerful, um, Darren Wilson was helpless to keep the door from being shut. And then after that happens, um, Darren Wilson starts to open the door again, and Michael Brown again shuts it. And so now, you know, Michael Brown is, or, or sorry, Darren's getting a little bit frustrated, and Michael Brown is suggesting just go on and do your duty. So then he attempts to do it a third time, and instead Michael Brown reaches into the car and puts his hand he was going for Michael or for Darren Wilson's gun and so Darren so afraid of what might happen if he actually gets his gun um grabs for the gun quickly and shoots uh, and don't even know if it was out of his holster yet and it went through according to the autopsy results the first bullet went through Michael Brown's hand and into his body, which says really clearly that Michael Brown was nowhere near having his hands in the air. So that story is a complete lie. All right, Brian, this is really interesting. We'll be right back. we got another break here. Brian Chasen's my guest. Please stay tuned.
a Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Moore Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Moore Speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the on-demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they are true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. By losing just 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ILikeHowILook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and the best part is that it burns fat like a blowtorch. I introduced this to some of my friends a few months ago. Within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pants sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at I like how I look dot com and maybe soon you'll be saying I like how I look. Chuck Morse speaks. Okay, Brian Chase is my guest. Brian, please continue. Brian, are you there? The music is blaring. The band is playing. Anyway, go on, Brian. <laughs> so, so then um, Michael Brown, after having a bullet shot through his hand, it didn't seem to phase him much. He starts walking away. And then um, Darren Wilson, he doesn't seem to be affected much, uh, This uh, Michael Brown. So Darren Wilson thought, okay, i got to deal with this guy now. Um, you know, there's been an incident. And so he's getting out of the car with an interest in arresting Michael Brown. And as he does, uh, Michael Brown 
turns around because he's is the gun's now unholstered and aimed at Michael Brown, and Michael Brown turns around and and says, "You haven't got the guts to shoot that," like really believing the police officers are not going to kill him, you know, in front, you know, in the street in broad daylight, and so. Um, uh, Darren Wilson is still interested in getting this guy to submit to being arrested. And Michael is refusing. So he bends his head down and starts charging at Darren Wilson like a bull, you know, like a linebacker. And so Darren Wilson fired a few shots because one didn't do it, you know, in order to get didn't know whether he was going to kill him or not, just was scared for his own life. And so that's how the whole thing unfolded. And then you've got Dorian Johnson, who's right there because he's Michael Brown's friend. He was in the shop when the cigars were stolen, Dorian Johnson. You know, he's, he's hanging out with him. Then within 60 seconds, according to the reports, he's calling for, um, he's calling for uh, um, racism and and how intolerance and abusive uh, by police and he's he's um, he's saying that you know uh, I can't remember the original words it's it's escaping me at the moment but basically he's lying he's he's saying we've all seen it he had his hands in the air and a whole bunch of others who were there who saw what happened he had his hands in the air. Yeah, yeah they, said, they said otherwise. All right, we'll be right back, Brian. Sorry about that. We've got commercials here. We'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Maurice Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, proof of God in heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via his universal laws and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. Brian Chasen's here. Brian, my, my understanding, and you're, you're much more of a student of the situation than I, but I seem to recall that, um, that Michael Brown beat up Officer Wilson, that he basically uh, you know, injured him. He was hitting him in the head. He hurt his eye socket. Uh, wasn't that part of it, or is that something that proved not to be the case? Well, actually, I haven't even heard that. It's, uh, well, that, 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 that was out there, and, and that may not have happened, but... Uh, the uh, the the original story was that uh, that Brown was assaulting him and that uh, beating him while he was in the car and then he walked away. It was more than just trying to grab his gun. That he was hitting him. He hit him on the head. 
that you know he was he assaulted him basically. I mean, at least that's. You mean Again, Michael Brown was hitting Daryl, or Daryl was hitting Michael Brown? Yes, Michael Brown. No, Michael Brown hit Daryl. Well, you know, be. it wasn't know. so much. Um, yeah, it wasn't. He didn't only just go over. I he went over to the car to reach for his gun. I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was more than that. That he beat him up. That he was he beat the heck out of him, according to some reports. And again, you're more of a student of it than I. But let's put that aside. And looking at the facts as you describe them, in addition to what is another allegation that you might be able to confirm, which is that the autopsy, and there were three autopsies done, indicate that Michael Brown was, was high on, on a very um, you know, powerful and potent form of marijuana. And this isn't the, uh, you know, the marijuana of the old days. We're talking about marijuana laced with... Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, um, all kinds of stuff. And that, that that was part of the reason for his behavior. You know, he didn't even feel anything when he after he was shot. You know, he was like moving as almost as if he, he was like an automaton. It's like he controlled the world. That it's classic, uh, it's a classic symptom of someone who was on, uh, on these sorts, of, on, on I guess it's uh, angel dust or something that they, they say was mixed in with the marijuana. But again, I don't. All I know is what I read, you know, what I read or what I listen to. So I'm not stating this as a fact. Uh, do you know anything about that? No, I don't. I'm really glad you're telling me because those are two things I need to research once the program's done. Yeah. The, I'm actually intending okay. to write a book on this whole thing. But the um, I'm really glad you're telling me, and it's good that you got so many advertisers, just because this program, <laughs> this program, hopefully, is going to. Um, uh, go viral, and your advertisers hopefully will get a lot of return for it. But um, well, let's hope. Yeah, the uh, the the problem is once the Dorian Johnson started lying, it, that the lies went viral. Celebrities were doing it. Uh, Katy Perry was doing it. Cher was doing it. Macklemore was doing it, and to the point where many officials and many people who are not officials, they just really appreciate how the police have helped them in the past, were crying out, stop lying about cops. And there were a number of places, including the New York Post, that came out and labeled 2014 the year of the lie. In the case of the, the New York Post, they're saying it's the year of the liberal lie, and they list all kinds of lies by liberals throughout the year. Really big things. So that brought in all the race baiters. And then, uh, you know, there well, were well, problems. You know, Sorry? I see it as even big, it's even bigger than that, Brian, in that it became, it reminded me of the Sacco and Vanzetti case, in that it became an international cause celeb for the left. They didn't care about the facts of the of the case. You know, it, it it was well proven that Sacco and Vanzetti had committed that robbery in uh, in Braintree, Massachusetts, that killed a um, a security guard, and that they robbed the bank. It, but the only thing that mattered was that they were anarchists, so they were on the right side of history, and it became and that they happened to be Italian, so they could use a race card at the time, and and it fit a narrative, and it became an international cause for communists and for the left. And I think that that's what went on here. It had nothing to do with the facts of the case. 
it had to do with a chance to rub America's nose in the mud and say, look at what a racist society you are and, and, and how brutal you are to people and you, you hurt this innocent man only because he's black. And it, it, it just, uh, you know, in a way, the Trayvon Martin case was like that too, by the way. These are cases that can be used for propaganda and to fan the flames of anti-Americanism and, and, and the, on the left. I mean, there were protests by radical leftists in London. You know, it wasn't just even in the United States. So I think that's what went on here. I think it was grabbed by people who are not interested in knowing the truth. They simply want to use it for agitprop. Well, that sounds very accurate. The um, when you had a whole bunch of race skaters coming into town. Um, yeah, you oh, sorry, you got to go to a commercial. Right back. One more, yeah. Warning: If you or a loved one are struggling with drugs and alcohol, there's something you need to know. Thoughts like "I can stop anytime." I'm not hurting anyone. It's my life are lies. These lies cause you to drink or get high even when you've promised yourself or someone else you wouldn't. You may feel all alone, but you're not. We're here to help. Take the first step. Call us today at 800-461-3329 for a free no-obligation assessment. Your insurance may even cover the full cost of treatment. Please don't wait. Call 800-461-3329. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Call American Drug Treatment Centers to speak with our trained staff. We'll walk you through getting yourself or a loved one into treatment even if they won't admit there's a problem. The truth is, drugs and alcohol want you dead. Don't let them win. One simple call will start you on the road to recovery. Call 800-461-3329 now. It will be the best thing you ever do. Call 800-461-3329. 800-461-3329. Author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thanks so much. Uh, Brian Chasen's my guest. Uh, so, Brian, I, I would argue that this was uh, what it came down to was another opportunity for agitprop for the left, for an international cadre of people who tend to think alike. You know, it's almost like they got a little computer chip implanted in the back of their brains. You know, they just it gets stimulated, and off they go goose-stepping around, and they don't care about uh, what actually happened. It's irrelevant. You know, it's irrelevant whether or not the Rosenbergs gave nuclear, uh, you know, information to the Soviet Union so they could build a bomb. What mattered was that they were being persecuted because they happened to be communists, which made them on the right side, and that it was an example of American injustice. Yeah. Now, see, once all the race baiters came in, Lewis Head, he's Michael Brown's stepfather, he started shouting because he was so excited by all the people there, um, you know, for uh, uh, purporting to support Michael Brown. And he's shouting, burn this bitch down. He's saying it a few times, many times, over and over again. He's saying it like a chant, and he wants everybody else to to chant it with him, but nobody was chanting along with him. He was saying it all by himself, and so he stopped after a few times, realizing nobody else was doing it. But um, one Ferguson protester then burns an American flag, and uh, another guy burns down Michael Brown's memorial to the ground, and then tries to claim that it's the whites that are doing it. 
And on top of that, there's some guy, I don't know if he was on PCP or what he was, there was one Ferguson pro- protester who actually set himself on fire. You know, just because everybody is so buoyed and excited and they're off in this realm of emotional ecstasy. And, and the um, I, I remember one reporter going in and um, interviewing the mayor of Ferguson and asking him about the, ra- the racism. And the mayor tried to tell her, but she had her own narrative. The mayor tried to tell her, listen. Before all this happened, there was no racism in Ferguson. Racism came with the race haters. Absolutely. It came after the fact. All right. We'll be right back, Brian. I used to be a hairstylist. And my name is John Jerwitz. I used to be an auto mechanic. Nine years ago, we actually called into Andy Willoughby's three-step plan for a home business. And when we started the three-step plan, we started part-time. But within the first year, I decided to go full-time. And then a year later, I went full-time. We really enjoyed the freedom that comes with us. It's given us more time to be with family, and it's given us the ability to be able to do some traveling. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. The three-step plan home business system has been helping people find financial freedom for over 10 years. And I think we could help you too. What people like best about the three-step plan is you can actually have customers calling you. You don't have to be a salesperson and you get to work with nice family-oriented people. To find out how you could start making more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. A piece of chocolate cake call you into the kitchen? Has the Dairy Queen sign ever forced your car into the drive through lane? Have you ever had a bag of chips dive off the counter right into your hands? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, speaking for the ILikeHowILook.com website. Chances are, at some time in your day, you have been and will continue to be the victim of cravings. I like how I look.com website realizes that you can't hide in your closet all day just to avoid snack attacks. That's why they recommend the 10 2 and a Chew weight loss system. 10 2 and a Chew offers powerful natural appetite suppressants to put cravings on the run. To see a video explaining how it works, just go to I like how I look.com. They will send you a free sample. Most people notice a difference the very first day. It's much easier to lose weight without those sneaky cravings, so watch the video at ilikehowilook.com. That's ilikehowilook.com. A Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and we are back. Hour number two of Chuck Moore Speaks, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon Eastern Standard Time, here at the USA Radio Networks, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. I want to thank Brian Chasen for joining me in the first hour. We are now joined by author John D. Vernon Sr. He's a former candidate for the U.S. Senate. He's got a, a long and illustrious military career. Um, his book uh, talks about uh, 
his personal story, how he rose up and uh, and lived the uh, very successful American life that he has lived. The book is called Angels Watching Over Me, an American story of one man's determination to serve the republic. John, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thanks, Chuck, uh, and Happy New Year to you. And uh, I uh, also wanted to say up front how much I appreciate you having me on this morning. My pleasure. It's a very inspiring story. Uh, your military career is a very interesting story in and of itself. I, I would hope that you're you're going to uh, possibly write a book about that. Um, and uh, and you are now involved in. Uh, you're in a position, a unique position, actually, to uh, to take a look at at our political system and our our culture today, as we look forward to a new year, and to take stock of same. Uh, what what do you see? Uh, where are we? I mean, on one hand, we are probably the most prosperous we've been in in, in history, uh, and possibly in the history of the world. And yet, there there are there's a sense of foreboding. There's a there's an insecurity with regard to our economic system. There and there are other problems. What say you, John? Um, you know, I, I think it really depends if you're a a glass full or half empty kind of person. Um, but I think if you simply look at, um, you know, the, the polls of popularity right, right now, um, as far as people in government, I mean, the, the president sitting at about 42%, um, Congress, uh, is sitting at about 20%. So there's, there's really not a lot of confidence within uh, the government to lead, and I can I'll expand on that. Um, but as a kind of an upfront talking point, um, America, in my view, is a nation in crisis, um, and you don't have to look very, very far. Um, you, you simply have to look at our our foreign policy. I mean, it's a it's a it's a failed foreign policy. It's not it's not divine. Um, our Middle East is on fire. Um, you, you know, we have Iran that is building a nuclear bomb, even though they say otherwise. Um, we see Islamic terrorism and extremism uh, on on the rise globally, um, regardless of um, what politicians and pundits say about how that has been beat back. Um, you see Russia is slow rolling into the Ukraine. Um, Europe in, it, in itself is paralyzed uh, based on its dependent need for energy from Russia. Um, so um, as we then look domestically, um, you know, away from international issues, but we start to look domestically, uh, you know, just before the holidays, uh, the nation uh, was in, you know, it was announced we're now at $18 trillion in debt. Um, you know, according to, you know, both the Heritage uh, Institute, Cato, and, 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 and other um, uh, trackers of the debt, they're saying that, you know, we could be, you know, between 23 and 26 trillion by 2016. Um, we don't do a very good job of accountability, and that's, you know, a government responsibility uh, that Congress has. Um, when you're looking at taxpayer monies, I mean, just 
simply, you know, I'm going to run some, some, some figures by you. And, and, you know, these are all, you know, they're all open source, uh, um, figures that can, you know, be, be found on the internet, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, very well doc- documented sources. But, you know, we know that, uh, you know, the government during the, you know, the government stimulus of two, 2008, according to the Cato Institute, um, it's costing the American taxpayer about $2.5 trillion. Um, you know, Solyndra uh, got about $536 million of uh, taxpayer money. You know, we're, we, we go off you know, based on if you go into the Coburn report, um, you know, the government, um, you know, paid three hundred eighty seven thousand uh, dollars to study rabbit massage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just um, when we look at the cost of undocumented persons, uh, again, according to the Heritage Institute, is about nine hundred billion. Excuse me, nine hundred billion dollars a year. Um, it's so. You know, when is it when is it going to end? When are we going to see some leadership? Um, and you know, you look at everything from you know student loan debt one one point two trillion, um, and of course that is guaranteed by who? It's guaranteed by the government. Right. Uh, which, it's a, which, it's a bailout of the. Uh, it would be a bailout of the big colleges. Uh, John, the uh, something that I, I think was certainly discouraging to me and to many was that in this last midterm election, the American people overwhelmingly voted for Republicans, not because they particularly like Republicans, but because they wanted to rebuke the policies of the administration and of this huge growth in the size of government, this huge national debt. They wanted to repudiate the... Um, the rule by decree with the executive orders giving amnesty to 5 million people, uh, mm-hmm. the expense of Obamacare, which subsidizes uh, millions of people and uh, and hurts business and other policies. and uh, But unfortunately, what happened was that the lame duck Congress passed the budget that will now fund all of these things right through to the end of the fiscal year, which ends in October of 2015. So, in other words, they threw out the victory. They, they, they ignored the electorate. They ignored the will of the people. And they kind of, in the, in the real sense, proved that this country has one party, that they are basically doing the same. You know, the Republicans aren't going to stop these policies. In fact, they're funding them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very discouraging to me. I mean, and I think to a lot of people, very depressing. Uh, I mean, now the new Congress will be seated this week. They can't do anything about it. Congress has surrendered one of its most function, one of its most basic functions as our representatives, and that is to fund the government. They basically not mm-hmm. they've taken it off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, so so in a sense, this only confirms what you're saying. Your concerns about the crisis that we're facing. We're going to see yeah. another year of massive increase. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and, and you know, um, I um, I have something that I, this is kind of my my own term. I call it uh, the four horsemen of the American apocalypse. Um, it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of a take from the book of Exodus, but it's ignorance, it's apathy, it's gullibility, and it's blindness. And 
you know, when um, and and I'll just state up up front, um, I'm a independent conservative. Um, I'm beholden to no to no party. Um, and when you have a two two party system um, where elitists are allowed to rule and control, um, this is exactly what happens. Um, they have tax, they have mandated, um, and when the American people look for options, um, it is very hard politically, um, unless you are an elitist, um, to break into the political system. I mean, people um, who are um, everyday working people who get up every morning, go, go to work, um, and they, they, they dream of a better nation, um, a better community. Uh, they believe in their God. Uh, they believe in each other. Um, and yet what goes on in Washington after the election is, um, you know, totally the opposite. And you have career politicians, which is, you know, I'm, I'm a huge believer in term limits. Uh, but you can't have people there that um, are there 20, 30 years uh, who who camp out and who are beholden to special interest. And for even, you know, the the new crop, you know, they've 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 yet to be tested. Uh, but clearly what has what what has gone on is if, if, if you don't kowtow uh, to the leadership in the party, vice um, standing on your principles, your morals, and your camp campaign promises, um, then you have you have you have lost everything because the only thing that you have is your integrity, and when you violate that, you you um, you have uh, lost the trust of the American people. And I think that our our Congress has completely violated that trust. Um, even the fact that they would pass any major legislation during a lame duck period is a disgrace because we've got congressmen who are leaving office. They should do, they should behave in a decorous and, and appropriate manner and just go home and let the new Congress, mm-hmm. which has just been elected, engage in major legislation, not, not pass a, a cromnibus bill. They could have easily passed a, a continuing resolution which would have allowed funding until January or February, which would have given the new Congress a chance to get seated, and then there would have been a debate over such things mm-hmm. as Obamacare and the executive order. Now there's not going to be a debate. Congress has surrendered its ability to represent us. We're going to be stuck with Obamacare now, and the mandates are going to be kicking in next year on businesses and on individuals, and the, the costs are going to be going up in terms of deductibles and premiums. And... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a further lean on on our freedom, on our economy. Not to mention the fact that the government ultimately is going to decide what sort of health care you, as an individual, gets. You know, and and, and the same thing with the um, five million new citizens or the new or the new um, green cards. You know, th- there's no screening. There's no sense of um, deporting people who at least are appropriate to deport. You know, it's, yeah. it's not to say that some people shouldn't get amnesty. But this blanket executive order, which is unlawful and which is not the purview of the president, that's not going to be challenged. 
they might do yeah. some cosmetic <laughs> challenging around the edges to make it look good. You know, they'll pick mm-hmm. apart a little piece here and there. But but it's not no one's gonna be fooled by that. Our country yeah. is moving in an authoritarian direction. Yeah, you know, um, Chuck, you bring up a lot of really great, great points. And, um, you know, one of the things that um, troubles me collectively, and this is, um, this is both the ignorance and the apathy piece, is um, you hear a lot of the media um, to include Fox, which is about as conservative as you can probably get today. Um, and they used the term illegal immigrant. Um, and, right. Okay, and- we're going to take a brief break here, John. I apologize. We're going to be back after these messages. I guess to John Vernon, Angels Watching Over Me is the book. We'll be right back. Warning. If you or a loved one are struggling with drugs and alcohol, there's something you need to know. Thoughts like, I can stop anytime. I'm not hurting anyone. It's my life are lies. These lies cause you to drink or get high even when you've promised yourself or someone else you wouldn't. You may feel all alone, but you're not. We're here to help. Take the first step. Call us today at 800-461-3329 for a free no-obligation assessment. Your insurance may even cover the full cost of treatment. Please don't wait. Call 800-461-3329. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Call American Drug Treatment Centers to speak with our trained staff. We'll walk you through getting yourself or a loved one into treatment even if they won't admit there's a problem. The truth is, drugs and alcohol want you dead. Don't let them win. One simple call will start you on the road to recovery. Call 800-461-3329 now. It will be the best thing you ever do. Call 800-461-3329. 800-461-3329. We're talking to Floyd Wilson, who after years of struggling with being overweight, has had his jaws wired shut to force him to eat less. Floyd, how's it going? Uh-huh. It looks like that's uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Certainly I can see how that could help you lose weight, Floyd, but isn't it a bit extreme? Uh-huh. You could have just ordered the 10 2 and a chew weight loss system from ilikehowilook.com website, and all you would have had to do to lose weight is take a small capsule at 10 a.m., one at 2 p.m. They will curb your appetite and help you burn more calories. Then any time you felt a need for a snack, just eat one of their great-tasting collagen protein candy chews. Mm-hmm. You can learn all about it on ilikehowilook.com. They'll even send you free samples. Floyd, what are you doing with those wire cutters? Shouldn't you let a doctor do that? Go to ilikehowilook.com and check out the world's easiest weight loss system. Ask for free samples. That's ilikehowilook.com. While Bill Clinton, George Bush, and Barack Obama have been in Washington trying to legislate an economy, I've been all over America working to improve the economy one family at a time with the three-step plan home business system. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. Thousands of enterprising Americans have changed their own financial futures by starting a business from their kitchen table. Most began part-time using their personal computers, telephones, and a belief in the American dream to carve out a stable business in a stormy business climate. They are housewives, truck drivers, downsized executives, health professionals, and even a lawyer or two. You could earn extra money or even replace your job. Technology advances have made this simpler and more efficient. So don't wait another 10 years. Check out the three-step plan. Go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. 
800-480-2102. What if I told you that you could reverse diabetes and stop taking your diabetes medication? If you or someone you care about has diabetes or prediabetes, there's a special free video you need to watch. You may have heard about this. It's all over the Internet. Diabetic99.com. People who have followed this plan at Diabetic99.com have not only normalized their blood sugar, but have stopped taking their diabetes meds completely with their doctor's approval. Diabetic99.com is a natural, drug-free approach to reversing diabetes with remarkable results in as little as four weeks. Diabetic99.com will save you from being a slave to doctor-prescribed drugs. It's easy. Diabetic99.com gives you three specific actions to get your blood sugar under control. And the best part is the main ingredient and solution is a common spice found in most kitchens. Watch the free video for yourself at Diabetic99.com. Watch for free at Diabetic99.com. Get back the quality of your life and free yourself from diabetes medication. Go to Diabetic99.com. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thanks so much. John Vernon is my guest, Colonel Retired, U.S. Army, author of Angels Watching Over Me, an American story of one man's determination to serve the republic. John, there's a sense that um, the American people, we the people, have really lost control of the government. I mean, that's the sense I get from this very disappointing development this past month. I don't know how else to see it. You know, we, 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 uh, you know, Congress is supposed to be the great hall of the people. They're supposed to represent the will of the American people. And the American people spoke loud and clear on the first November of this last year. And it has been completely ignored. It's been repudiated arrogantly. It's like they kind of thumb their noses at, at all of us. And, uh, I just don't quite know how to make it, what, what to make of it. It just to me, it's, um, you know, I, I think that uh, things are in this country are getting better, but it's in spite of the government. I mean, they're going to put yeah. a wet blanket on growth. I mean, and everything. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not sure I agree with you that things are getting better. Um, you know, obviously there are there is some um, economic figures that you know the economy is slowly is slowly growing, but. Um, you know, when you, you look at the amount of debt compared to the GDP, uh, and what's, and what's projected and the whole progressive mantra of, of, of spending and the attack on, uh, capitalism, um, and the free market in environment. I mean, the idea, um, I mean, we have a, you know, on the, on the left, you know, one of the, uh, I guess they call her the up-and-coming star, which is Elizabeth Warren, who would come out and say, you know, you didn't build that. You know, the idea um, that the American wealth is stolen um, is, you know, absolutely ludicrous. And so when you have people um, on the right, I mean, think think about it. This was one of the things as a former when I was running, when I was running for the Senate, um, you know, as a as a as a conservative, um, people tend to follow the money. It is part of the ignorance and apathy. This is exactly what um, Jonathan Gruber 
Dr. Gruber from MIT was talking about um, regarding the um, health care scam. That's exactly what they were counting on. And so when you look at candidates today, um, I mean, you know, in my view, you know, the president pulled off the biggest scam yet. I mean, you know, here's a guy who served in the uh, Illinois State Senate, uh, became a um, United States senator for a few years and is, you know, um, springboarded into the Oval Office. You know, how does this happen? And when you look at it and go, um, you know, they, you know, good looking guy, good looking family, talks real good. Um, and, but if you peel back the onion, um, and you start looking at all of the problems associated with that, I mean, this is, this is a guy, for a, a example, that simply doesn't know what to do. I mean, in, in very, um, in multiple instances, he has said that he just found out about it, just found out about the VA scandal, you know, calls ISIS a J, JV team. You know, the experience level and the naivete um, is, you know, un, unbelievable. So, you know, when you look at people that um, are being elected, uh, to serve in the halls of Congress. They have forgotten uh, that they are there to serve the people. Um, and I think you had mentioned that before, but it, it starts with someone's integrity. And you have to have the in- integrity to stand up for what you believe in. And if you truly believe that our spending is out of control, then those um, members of Congress should have voted no. And un- unfortunately, we don't, you know, the people, you know, one, you know, the voter turnout was, it was higher this midterm, but collectively speaking, um, we don't turn out in droves. It's, it, that's the apathy piece. Um, and progressives, they, they, they count on that and they, they look at us. I mean, you know, one of the pieces that I wrote in my my uh, book um, was that the elitists stood around and watched me bleed out. Absolutely. All right, John, we'll be right back. Let's take another break. John Vernon's my are losing weight and feeling better with the 10 Tuna Chew weight loss system from ilikehowilook.com. Here is U.S. Army Sergeant Dave Myers. Since I started taking the Nuvina probably, I want to say 60, 65 days ago, I have lost over 12 pounds. I have a long military career and it has caused some issues with my knees and my ankles over the years and I have become accustomed to just being in pain with one of those areas. I can only attribute the way I feel to the Nuvina because that's the only thing that's changed in my diet and I am absolutely pain-free in knees and ankles and it just feels great to be able to get out and run around and move pain-free again. The Nufina Collagen Protein Shake is part of the 10 2 and a Chew weight loss system from ilikehowilook.com. Collagen feeds the joints, hair, and skin. This could help you lose weight, feel better, and look younger. 
Watch the video on ilikehowilook.com and get the full story. They even offer free samples. Go to ilikehowilook.com. What if I told you that you could reverse diabetes and stop taking your diabetes medication? If you or someone you care about has diabetes or prediabetes, there's a special free video you need to watch. You may have heard about this. It's all over the Internet. Diabetic99.com. People who have followed this plan at Diabetic99.com have not only normalized their blood sugar, but have stopped taking their diabetes meds completely with their doctor's approval. Diabetic99.com is a natural, drug-free approach to reversing diabetes with remarkable results in as little as four weeks. Diabetic99.com will save you from being a slave to doctor-prescribed drugs. It's easy. Diabetic99.com gives you three specific actions to get your blood sugar under control. And the best part is the main ingredient and solution is a common spice found in most kitchens. Watch the free video for yourself at Diabetic99.com. Watch for free at Diabetic99.com. Get back the quality of your life and free yourself from diabetes medication. Go to Diabetic99.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. My guest is John Vernon, U.S. Army Colonel, retired. He's the author of Angels Watching Over Me, an American story of one man's determination to serve the Republic. An extraordinary book that uh, deals with an extraordinary life. Uh, John, you know, you, 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 know, you mentioned um, you know, the ethos of, of, of a person like an Elizabeth Warren who talks about um, that the government should be credited with creating wealth and building things, not you, the citizen, the sovereign citizen, the businessman, you know, the wage earner, the, the worker, you know, the professional. And, uh, and putting aside the fact that the government does this because the government collects taxes from the aforementioned to then do it, and they do it based upon uh, on our will, you know, you have the problem of Elizabeth Warren herself. And uh, you know, I'm speaking here as a citizen of Massachusetts, so I know a little bit more mm-hmm. about her. But it gets into the utter hypocrisy of of how this establishment works. I mean, this is a person who's made tens of millions of dollars from, you know, shaking down big corporations while uh, a professor at Harvard, uh, mm-hmm. getting big, big money to, uh, to um, you know, to go after women who are trying to sue the Dow Chemical Company because of their breast implants. Elizabeth Warren, the champion of women, came in, took a check for probably a quarter of a million dollars and made sure that these women didn't get anywhere. You know, she's a fixer. She's a corporate hack. You know, she got uh, three, $275,000 a year from Harvard uh, for teaching one class, and her husband got another three hundred seventy-five for also teaching one class, and they threw in a free house and uh, zero-interest loans. You know, this is someone who, I mean, you know, this is perhaps why uh, college education is so expensive. I mean, I, I think there should be an investigation to find out how many Elizabeth Warrens are on the, you know, are part of the... Uh, the payroll of our of our colleges, you know, these are, yeah, and yet, you know, she gets away with uh, posing as a, you know as a champion of the little guy, you know, this, uh, you know, and uh, whereas you have a guy, you know, from the last election who made his money the real way, the old fashioned way, that being Mitt Romney, who I also know here in Massachusetts, and who earned his money, who created something, who created jobs and wealth. 
and he is attacked simply because he's successful mm-hmm. and that the American people are supposed to look at this and say that there's something wrong with this. And the sad thing about it to me, putting aside the fact that they did it, which I expect, is that it worked. People sat around their kitchen tables and said, oh, Mitt Romney is a bad person because he's successful. When we should mm-hmm. be glorifying people like that, he created money and wealth where it didn't previously exist. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that there's a, these are symptoms of a society that really has lost its its sense of priority. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I would add add to that, uh, Chuck, and I and I have a little bit different twist. I agree with everything that you've uh, just uh, detailed. Um, when you look at um, Elizabeth Warren's quote um, and what she says, which is, um, "You didn't build that." Um, specifically, you you may have built your business, um, but the the roads that your goods go to market on were you know paid for by the rest of us, the police force that and the fire department that uh, you know protects your facility were paid for by the rest of us, um, and and so that is the you know what I I call the, the stolen business valor mentality um, that uh, everybody else did something uh, for you that um, you know you didn't do that on your own and I you know the idea that American wealth is stolen um, is again part of you know the progressive narrative of uh, the Occupy Wall Street movement right exactly All right, got another break here. We'll be right back. John Vernon's my guest. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the on-demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws. 
and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. More month left over at the end of the money? Then you might want to consider a home-based business. On average, a home business household earns nearly twice as much money and you don't have to fight traffic. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby with the three-step plan home business system. Building a home business could help you get out of debt, improve your lifestyle, why, you might even be able to save some money for a change. For information, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. There are thousands of people all over the nation using the three-step plan to make money from home. Some are working for just a few extra dollars each month so they don't have to worry about money all the time. Others are building huge businesses that earn thousands upon thousands of dollars and are getting their share of the American dream. To find out how you could make more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. That's 800-480-2102. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thanks so much. And uh, John Vernon's my guest. He is a uh, former U.S. Senate candidate. He's a retired colonel in the U.S. Army. He's the author of Angels Watching Over Me, an American story of one man's determination to serve the republic. Uh, John, we're talking about this element that has seeped into the culture, which... uh, denigrates success, denigrates accomplishment, denigrates exceptionalism. I mean, Barack Obama, right after he was elected, he was asked while he was in Brussels what uh, what his feelings were about American exceptionalism. And he said, oh, I, I, I think that we're exceptional just like the Greeks think they're exceptional or the Italians think they're exceptional, which is to say that he doesn't understand the concept that we're exceptional because we've embraced certain principles to a degree that is unlike any other nation in history. And those principles are self-determination, sovereignty, individual rights, I mean, the ability to, uh, to, to control your own life and destiny, that government is there to preserve these things, not run things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think that Obama, I disagree with you slightly in that I don't think that Obama is incompetent. I think Obama is a quite is very competent. I think he's a leftist, and he's there yeah. to uh, to carry out his agenda. I mean, when he was a state senator in uh, Illinois, a, ver- a completely unknown, he gave an interview with an NPR station where he said that uh, the Constitution is an anachronism, and that the best way to do an end run around it was through administrative actions as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, the congressional approach, which is Congress, and that's exactly what he's doing. So I, I think he's a fully witting leftist who doesn't uh, who who doesn't agree with the uh, the principles that that have made us who we are. He uh, he resents our success. He views us. He has a neo colonialist view that he believes mm-hmm. that America is successful because we've exploited others. It's a classic Marxist view that yeah. uh, that everything is based upon this theory, this conspiracy theory of exploitation. Well, and that, let, let me, that's what yeah, he's projecting me, yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me, um, yep, go let ahead. me just clar- clarify um, the point um, that um, when 
when we talk talk about competency. I really apologize. I'm sorry about this, John. We've got another break here. We'll be right back and we'll continue exactly there. We'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Maurice Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they are true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law, this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. John Z. Vernon Sr. is my guest. John, sorry about the interruption. Please continue. John? Yes. Um, so um, oh, we, were talking, um, we were talking about um, uh, the president's actions. And, you know, one of the things that I had mentioned earlier um, is that he does not know what to do and his, his lack of experience shows. And let me uh, kind of uh, take that down the rabbit hole. Um, you know, he has experience um, as a progressive organizer. Um, you know, it's documented. Um, and he's an, he's an ideologue. Um, but when you look at foreign policy, um, he's well over his head. Um, you know, everything is in the reactionary mode. Um, he's not visionary. And so when you have things like the annexation of the Crimea, uh, you know, what is it, you know, you know, Romney, um, it, you know, to his credit uh, during during the debate uh, came out and said that, you know, Russia was the, you know, the biggest threat, um, you know, you know, facing facing the world, and he took a lot of heat for it. And of course, that's what you know ended up coming coming true. And of course, one of the critics, you know, was uh, you know President Obama. Um, but you know, besides uh, you know Russia, you know, if you look at um, Iran, um, it's it's you know it's almost like the clown show. Um, you look at the Middle East. You know, the the administration has uh, the R2P policy, you know, the right to protect, you know, it is, it's very su subjective, you know, they, um, you know, went in and, um, you know, used air, air power in Libya to remove Gaddafi. Um, but now, you know, we see, you know, over, um, over in, uh, the African co continent with Boko Haram, which are, you know, um, you know, literally, uh, in, in enslaving and selling people, uh, mainly girls, 
um, you know, we just we just watch it. We just watch it go, go on. Um, and so when you look at the fact that you have so many agencies, um, government agencies here domestically, uh, the IRS, uh, the Veterans Administration, um, you know, the fact that we've had, you know, 40, at least 40 veterans die uh, because of poor health care. Um, you know, the president came out and said that, that you know, the NSA is not listening um, to anyone's phone calls or reading your emails, um, which turned out to be false because, in fact, they came out and admitted that they were. In fact, they were. They said that, you know, we were collecting. We have, you know, X, um, you know, number of photos. Um, you look at what uh, has gone on in, the, you know, the CIA with the Panetta report, um, you know, regarding, um, you know, the whole torture business. Um, the failure of the DOJ uh, to in- investigate, you know, we, you had mentioned about uh, things being in- investigated. Um, you, know, the, you know, the bottom line is that, you know, government is the problem. And so when you, you look at leaders that are put in, put in place, um, you know, specifically, you know, to push their agenda of, Growing a bigger government. This is all about control. And, you know, I mean, you just look at the fact that we've got 700 miles of border um, that is not protected. And, you know, we had uh, 90,000 women and children come across the border, um, the southern border this past summer, who, you know, again, just went unchecked, the Border Patrol was totally overwhelmed, um, and who DHS, um, you know, ended up uh, distributing throughout the country. Um, when you look at the latest DHS report uh, that came out, uh, I believe, uh, about a week ago, um, about $50 billion in the past 11 years has been spent on counterterrorism. But, you know, there's no real clear picture on whether we're safer or not. Um, they spent $700 million on cybersecurity, uh, but here's an agency that struggles to protect itself. Um, you know, I keep going back to uh, Dr. Gruber, um, and it is up yes. to the people to, to, to change this. Um, if you think that government is going to change it, um, it, we're just going to continue down this down this path, and it's about electing people um, who who have. All right, John. We'll be right back. Thank you. We'll be right back. Have you ever had a piece of chocolate cake call you into the kitchen? Has the Dairy Queen sign ever forced your car into the drive-through lane? Have you ever had a bag of chips dive off the counter right into your hands? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, speaking for the ILikeHowILook.com website. Chances are, at some time in your day, you have been and will continue to be the victim of cravings. ILikeHowILook.com website realizes that you can't hide in your closet all day just to avoid snack attacks. That's why they recommend the 10 2 in a chew weight loss system. 10 2 and a Chew offers powerful, natural appetite suppressants to put cravings on the run. To see a video explaining how it works, 
just go to ilikehowdilook.com. They will send you a free sample. Most people notice a difference the very first day. It's much easier to lose weight without those sneaky cravings, so watch the video at ilikehowdilook.com. That's ilikehowdilook.com. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. John Vernon's my guest. So, John, we, uh, we only have a minute or so, a little few minutes left here, so I'd like to talk a little bit about, uh, I'd like to, to have you back again to uh, to continue this analysis. Uh, let people know how they could get your book, how they could read articles uh, by you, how they could get more information sure. about you. Sure. Um, you can go to my uh, website, which is uh, my uh, company is AmericanWarriorPress.com. Um, you can view the trailer for my book there. Uh, you can buy the book there. Uh, you can learn about me there. Um, I also um, have a diary on Red State. Um, you can, you know, look at my various articles and essays there. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, for me, uh, Chuck, and I'm sure it is for you, um, this, is a, this is a life quest. Um, you know, yes. to, you know, to serve the republic, there is nothing more honorable to do that. And until we um, elect honorable men and women um, who serve the people and not the other way around, um, we are going to continue um, in decline. It does not mean that America is not exceptional. It's very exceptional. Um, but we are we are clearly headed in the wrong direction. Well, you're doing a great job of of, of waking people up. You know, I think in this coming year, as we uh, enter into uh, you know the final two years of this administration, and as we take stock of our culture and our, our nation and our path, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're doing the work you're doing, John, and I appreciate it. Well, thanks so much for having me on, and uh, you know, I wish you the very best in the up upcoming year uh and you'll definitely see me out there thanks so much again john appreciate it john vernon is uh the author of um of the book angels watching over me an american story of one man's determination to serve the republic check out my books available at amazon or amazon kindle chuck morse like morse code put my name in the server and up they come i've got 11 ebooks three soft covers and uh, you'll see them all. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. I shall return, God willing, tomorrow, 10 a.m. here at the USA Radio Networks. Have a good day, everybody. If a loved one are struggling with drugs and alcohol, there's something you need to know. Thoughts like, I can stop anytime. I'm not hurting anyone. It's my life are lies. These lies cause you to drink or get high even when you've promised yourself or someone else you wouldn't. You may feel all alone, but you're not. We're here to help. Take the first step. Call us today at 800-461-3329 for a free no-obligation assessment. Your insurance may even cover the full cost of treatment. Please don't wait. Call 800-461-3329. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Call American Drug Treatment Centers to speak with our trained staff. We'll walk you through getting yourself or a loved one into treatment even if they won't admit there's a problem. The truth is, drugs and alcohol want you dead. Don't let them win. One simple call will start you on the road to recovery. Call 800-461-3329 now. It will be the best thing you ever do. 
Call 800-461-3329. 800-461-3329.